Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. For many, being a Christian is not all that different from being an unbeliever. The scriptures teach us something very different. Part of the call to follow Christ is a call to growth, a call to be trained in godliness. We need training because godliness does not come naturally. Today on Drawing Near, we are called to godliness as we fix our hope on the living God. So I encourage you to take your Bible and join me as we turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and study Godliness is Profitable. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, open our eyes to your truth today. It is a blessed day to serve you. And I pray, Father, that we will not spend today just indulging the desires of our flesh or our heart, but rather we would seek to be trained and to use this day to grow closer to you and to grow to become more like Jesus, to be trained in godliness. I thank you for all of those who study your word, who listen to this podcast or listen to studies and sermons like this in an effort to seek to grow. I pray, Father, that you'll bless that effort. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Continuing our study in 1 Timothy chapter 4, in verse 7 we read, But have nothing to do with worldly fables, fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. So as Paul continues to encourage Timothy to focus his attention on the things of God, the truth of God, and to do the work of a servant of God, He commands him to have nothing to do with worldly fables. Timothy is not to focus on those fallacies, those myths that are worldly, those deceitful doctrines, those false teachings that we looked at earlier, but rather he is to discipline himself for the purpose of godliness. We all are to discipline ourselves for the purpose of godliness. What is the source of that discipline? Well, first and foremost, we cannot be disciplined for the purpose of godliness unless we are believers. We must be followers of Jesus Christ through faith in him. We must be Christian. We're not to be Christian the way this world defines Christian, and the world defines Christian very, very loosely. We are to be Christian the way God defines being a Christian, which means we love Jesus, we follow Jesus by faith, and we seek to live, glorify, and honor God with our living. We were created for him, and we seek to serve him. Having that conviction, having that in our hearts and lives, then we draw upon the work of the Holy Spirit that indwells us, and we study God's word, and we do what Paul says. We beat our bodies into submission. We deny the flesh, we deny the desires of the flesh, those desires that lead us to sin and worldliness, and we seek to grow, according to Scripture, into the likeness of Jesus Christ. So Paul tells Timothy, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For us, pray, study the Word, seek to understand, and then live out the Word. Live a life that loves God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loves our neighbor as ourself, according to the Scriptures. That's the heart of what we're talking about here, to be godly, to be like God. 
Then Paul says in verse 8, for bodily discipline or bodily training is only of little profit. Going to the gym, going for walks, riding your bike, lifting weights, doing those kinds of things, they are profitable. We don't want to miss that. There's a benefit to doing those things that strengthen our body, that keep us healthy and physically fit. But the profit is very little, very small compared to the profitability of godliness. And what we see in verse 8 is the kind of training godliness is to employ. Those people who sacrifice, who suffer, who discipline themselves through eating right and sleeping right, through relaxation, through physical discipline, that's equal to the type of effort that is to be put into our godliness. Unfortunately, many people put far more emphasis on keeping their physical body healthy rather than being trained in godliness. Godliness is profitable for all things. There is not an area in your life that doesn't benefit from being godly. There's not a relationship in your life that doesn't benefit from being godly. Even your physical activity, even your physical health benefits from godliness. And then Paul says at the end of verse 8, since it holds promise, godliness holds promise for the present life and also the life to come. That's one thing physical discipline, physical training falls short of. No matter how much exercise we do, no matter how well we eat, how much sleep we get, that doesn't benefit us in eternity because this body's going to die. And it doesn't matter how much training and effort we put into our physical health, we are still going to get old, get weak, get sick, and die. But godliness is not affected by that. So if we have to choose between physical training and spiritual training, we train ourselves pursuing godliness. Now, I think we ought to balance our lives a little bit and put some effort into bodily discipline. But remember, training in godliness trumps all because it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And Paul says it's a trustworthy statement, and it's deserving of full acceptance by all. There's no questioning what he's just said. Then verse 10 tells us, For it is for this, this life to come, that we labor and strive. We labor in pursuing godliness. We strive. We work hard. We pursue it with everything we have. We run after it. That's the idea of striving here. We run after this godliness. Why? Because it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. We do this because we have fixed our hope, our vision, our mindset, all of our goals and aspirations. We have fixed our hope on the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of believers. Jesus came into the world to save all. Now, not all will be saved. That's why he says, especially of believers. But the effort of Jesus in his life, his death on the cross, his burial and resurrection, was an effort to save all men. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Whosoever will may come. It is God's will that none perish. So Jesus can be the Savior of all men, if they will only trust him by faith. But he is the Savior of believers. Then Paul says in verse 11, Prescribe and teach these things. 
He's not only to do them himself, because if we read this passage from a perspective, it's like, well, Paul's only telling Timothy to do this, or Paul's only telling young pastors to do this. No. Paul says that Timothy is to act like a shepherd and a pastor, a teacher, even a physician, and he is to prescribe these things. It's the idea of a doctor prescribing medications for a condition. Our condition is we lack godliness. Timothy is to prescribe godliness and the pursuit of godliness because of our hope in the living God. He's to prescribe that to all believers. He's to prescribe and teach these things, and so are we. We need to dedicate ourselves, regardless of our age, regardless of where we are spiritually, we need to dedicate ourselves to training, to discipline in godliness. Study the Word. Pray. Memorize the Word. Meditate and live out the Word of God. Love, give, sacrifice, serve. This is what God has called us to do in Christ Jesus. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the training that is profitable for all things, training in godliness. Help us, Father, to understand what that is, to dedicate ourselves to learn what godly training is so that we may know the benefits of it in this life and in the life to come. Help us, Father, to encourage others in this as well. We need to encourage one another to love and good works. Watch over your people. Help us, Father, as we seek to walk together in Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.